0: Love Talk Radio. Right,
1: praise God we're back and this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog and I am filling in for Sean Holberg tonight. He's taking some time off with uh family just to rest, uh, kind of regroup. He's had a long day, so we just hope uh he'll be back tomorrow night and uh always blessed when he is. Just wanna give you that call in number at six one nine six three eight eight four five eight. Can't get to a phone, um you can always listen to this on the internet, Blog Talk Radio. Go through the show um, on the Blog Talk Radio uh, web page, or uh, that's under Prayer International. Or you can go to the Prayer International website, which is www.prayerinternational.org. And of course, uh, we're taking prayer requests, emails, uh, comments, whatever you got. Uh, prayer International. At gmail.com And you can check us out on Facebook as well Praise the Lord just taking some time to worship God Taking some time to praise Him Father in the name of Jesus We just lift you up We just praise you Father With our hands lifted With our hearts lifted Father we thank you that you are good To your children You give good gifts to your children Like a good father does Father, we thank you that every good and perfect gift from above, we know it comes from you. So, Lord, right now we just thank you, Father God, for what you're doing, what you're bringing, what you're claiming and orchestrating in our lives. Father, for every man, every woman listening tonight, Father, and those that are listening later, that you touch them, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Reveal yourself to them in a fresh and living way. Father, we pray that your peace would surround them, guide them, fill them lead them. See, you told us to be led forth in peace. We'd go out with joy. We'd be led forth with peace. So Father, right now we speak joy and peace over every person listening. That they would be still and know that you're God. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in your body, what you're doing in your saints, what you're doing in your people. Drawing them closer to yourself. Father, we thank you that you're sending forth laborers into the harvest. Father, we thank you, Father God, for blessing the United States of America, blessing Australia, blessing India, Canada, South Africa, South America. Father, we thank you, Lord God, blessing Mexico. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for bringing peace to Jerusalem and Israel bringing prosperity to Israel and Jerusalem, bringing protection to your people, that you're pouring out your spirit in the Middle East, turning even Muslim nations, Hindu nations, Buddhist nations in the East, the Far East and the Middle East, Father, turning them to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that you're turning hearts, turning lives, turning minds, We just give you all the praise and the glory and the honor, Lord. Just thank you for what you're doing, what you've done, what you're going to do. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever, Father. We thank you that you change not. We thank you that you are going forth by the power of your spirit, bringing transformation to nations, to cities, to states, to governments, to households, to individuals, to children, to youth, to adults, to seniors. Lord, you're even raising the dead. Those that are given no hope, you're bringing hope to them. Those that are in confusion, you're bringing peace. Those that are blind, you're bringing sight, physically, spiritually, mentally. Father, you're bringing faith to those that are faithless. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you're bringing healing to those that are wounded. You're bringing peace to those that are oppressed Father we thank you Lord You're such a good God Father you're such a good God So Lord we just give you all the praise All the glory all the honor Lord we know That nothing good happens apart from you Father, we know that apart from you, we can do nothing, Lord. But you said we can do all things through Christ because he strengthens us. So, Father, thank you for giving us ability. Thank you for giving us strength. Thank you for strengthening your people, causing them to go forward, causing them to endure. Father, thank you for blessing my mother-in-law tonight, for strengthening Pat, Lord. Thank you for bringing healing in her life and for Judy and for Sherry, Father. For those that we're lifting up, in Jesus' name, we praise you, Father God, that that our friend Carolyn is healed. According to the doctor, she has a cancer-free report. We choose to believe your report. We thank you, Father. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're healing Jesus, touching the hearts and the minds and the bodies of men and women right now, those that are listening. Those that need a fresh touch. Glory to God, Father, we thank you. You're such a good God. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. All uh, right, praise God, we're back. I love the delay there, you're coming to difficulty, uh, technically. Well, we are giving God praise tonight. You know, sometimes it's better just to be still, and know that He is God. Sometimes it's better to be slow to speak and quick to hear, you know, slow to wrath. There's a reason God gave us one mouth and two ears. And although we love to share and teach the word of God We love to pray It helps us get just to worship God, you know And just get a centered So praise God God's good, you know just want to read some scripture I just want to read some words Just to let you know You know we serve a living God We serve a God He's a resurrected seated At the right hand of the throne of God He's not still on the cross He's not a, a baby In the arms of a Mother Or in a manger But he's living He's alive And he's real want to read so the chapter sixteen of Mark. I'm gonna read it's about twenty verses, so stick with me for a minute. See so then when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Siloam, had brought sweet spices that they may come and anoint them. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre with the rising of the sun. And when they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? And when they looked they saw that the stone was rolled away, but was very great. Verse five And entering into the sepulchre entering into the Sepulchre they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed, in a long white garment. And they were frightened. And he said unto them, Be not afraid. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold, the place where they laid him. But go your way, tell his disciples and Peter, that he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him. And he said unto you, as he said unto you, so they're saying basically, go and tell the disciples. Tell Peter. Verse 8 And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulchre, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. And when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he cast seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him as they mourned and wept. See, just as the angel said, Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene, the same woman who he cast seven devils out of. Why would he appear to her first? You know, Mary, it says she anointed him, she broke perfume at his feet, and it would be remembered of her all the days. There was some special. There's something special about pouring oil at the feet of your Lord and Savior. And although that was an actual act of sacrifice for her, it was a year's wages. You know, how many of us could worship God and just lay a year's wages at the feet of our Lord? But there was a great sacrifice there, a great humility there. Jesus recognized it. I think that when he came back, he made a point. There was a certain bond there. So he returned to Mary Magdalene, the same woman that he cast out seven devils. Verse 10. And she went and told them that had been with him, as they mourned and went. And they, when they had heard that he was alive, and had not been seen of her, believed not. After that, he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country. They went and told it to the residents, Neither believed they them. Verse 14 Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at me, and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not, Then which had seen after him he was risen. And he said to them, See, it's funny how when certain people encounter God, even in the scripture, when certain people encountered God, even the those that were closest to Jesus didn't believe him. Here came Mary saying, hey, I saw Jesus. I had this encounter with Jesus. Here came the other Mary, the mother of James and Salome. But when they saw Jesus, they said, we're not going to tell anybody. Because they knew they wouldn't believe him. But here were the ones closest to Jesus. It says that they did not believe they had hardness of heart. Hardness of heart. And how many people in the church today, how many people that claim to be close to Jesus, when people start coming up to them saying, hey, I had this encounter, I have this experience with God, I saw Jesus. Jesus revealed himself. Jesus appeared to me, Jesus showed me this, whatever it is, maybe you had a dream, maybe you had a vision, maybe you felt his presence, maybe you heard his voice, maybe you felt an impression in your heart. And the first thing that happened, God's people get hard in their heart and have doubt and unbelief. See, it was the same back in Jesus' day. See, this is in here for a reason. Verse 14 says, Afterward he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at me. And upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. See, Jesus had something to say to the church. Jesus had something to say to his disciples that did not believe those that have seen him, persisting. And he said unto them, Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven, and sat at the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them, confirming. The word was on following. Now let's back up to verse 15. Jesus, after he saw these unbelieving disciples, after he saw these disciples that were drawing back, because they didn't believe these other people had seen and had experience with God, he made a statement. He said, look, go into all the world, verse 15, and preach the gospel to every creature. See that believeth not. And by the way, they preach the gospel of the kingdom. we'll get into what is the gospel of the kingdom, But they preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom. Say repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. We'll get into some of that, what Jesus preached, what John the Baptist preached, what the disciples preached, what the New Testament church church preached. And why should our preaching be any different? So we need to stick to the scriptures. We need to weigh everything according to the word.
0: He that believeth and is
1: baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Why do we not see signs following people? Two reasons. Jesus told us not to follow signs, not to seek after signs. Jesus said signs would follow us. So if you're looking for the supernatural, if you're looking for signs, if you're looking for the mystical, you'll probably not find it. If you're looking for the presence, T-L-E-S-E-N-T-S, the gifts, instead of the giver, if you're looking for the presence, instead of the presence of God, you're probably not going to find it. But see, we seek him, we seek him. And these things follow as a reward, as a blessing, as a promise. These signs will follow them that believe. See, are signs following you. Do you have faith in the supernatural? Do you have faith in the God of the supernatural? See, put your hope in God, not in supernatural signs. Put your hope in the God of healing, not in healing. But put your hope in the one who does the healing. In my name, Jesus said, verse 17, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. You know what happens when Jesus says these things? Should we take him at his word? They shall take up serpents, drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Remember when Paul got bit and he shook the serpent off into the fire? It was literal, it was metaphorical. God wants us to lay hands on the sick and they should recover. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Verse 19 So then, after the Lord had spoken them, after the Lord had spoken unto them these things, he was received up into heaven and he sat on the right hand of God. She's not on the cross, she's alive. He's seated at the right hand of God. listen to what their response was, verse 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord worked with them, confirming the word with signs following. Amen. See, if we go forth and preach everywhere, if we go forth and teach and preach and declare the gospel of the kingdom, if we declare God's words and what He declares, God's got the responsibility to keep His word. God's got a responsibility. Keep his
0: word. So it says the Lord works with
1: them with signs following. Praise God. Alright, so we're gonna pray some worship music and give you some time to soak this in and then we're gonna pray. Praise the Lord.
0: Beautiful, you are made for so much more.
1: God We're Back, Prayer International Radio, and our host Sean Holmberg is out tonight, so I'm hosting, uh, probably going to go till about 11.30, a little bit later. But just wanted to recap, we went through Mark 16, the whole chapter, just wanted to talk about part of it. Um, you know, the first part was about Jesus Christ rising from the tomb, and giving us an example of victory. You know, every Easter... And churches around the world, Christians constantly, they retell the story of Jesus' resurrection. Now, he rose from the dead. and You know, we need to realize this was God's example of victory. You know, he's the victorious one in our lives, declaring that we can be victorious as well. And this was his final act of victory. Was when he rose from the dead and went and was seated at the right hand of the Father. Now, we're not all going to pull it off the way he did, necessarily, okay? But we need to realize that part of our credibility comes from the fact that our God is credible. See, what, what he did when when this happened, okay, imagine this. Okay, the disciples lost their teacher. They lost their Lord. The Jewish leaders had quieted their, their opposition, okay? Jesus went to the tomb. Okay, all the common people, they lost their hope of having a revolution against Rome. Even the devil thought he had finally stopped the divine leader. Think about it. And forced him to abort his mission. When Jesus, quote unquote, went into the tomb, it surprised, it shocked a lot of people. It kind of put a damper on things. But can you imagine? What happened that morning when here Mary and Mary alone, okay, here they were coming over to the tomb thinking they're going to have to push the stone away. And instead of having to push the stone away, it's already rolled away. The tomb's empty, and there's angels there declaring what just happened, saying, hey, Jesus is going to appear to you. Don't be surprised. They were surprised. When Jesus rose from the dead, I think he gave all his followers a, a potential hope to end every doubt in their lives, every doubt about him, every doubt about his kingdom. And when you think about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it should end the doubt about his credibility. It should end doubt about his kingdom. See, so Jesus practiced the, the victory, the law of victory. And we need to practice that law. We need to understand there's victory. God has a resurrection for us. So realize what took place there when he rose from the dead. Realize when he gave the state commission what that was all about. You see, it wasn't just about victory. It was also about passing the torch and Raising up disciples, raising up potential leaders. Think about this. Look, before Jesus went out of this world, he gathered his disciples, and he gave them a final command, what what we call the Great Commission. Okay, he told them, preach the gospel to every creature on the earth. Just as he came to seek and save the lost, he told them to continue his ministry and fulfill it teaching them, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, he says in some versions, in some books. He tells them what to do. But basically, he tells them to go forward and fulfill his ministry. He he leaves a legacy behind. He lays a foundation. He, he lays an example. He shows them how to do it. He does it right in front of them. And he gives them the Holy Spirit trains twelve men to reproduce his ministry, even though one of them was the devil. And then he passes on, he transfers the concepts, he transfers the anointing, he breathes on him, says, Receive the Holy Spirit. He says, Greater work shall you do than these, he said. So he passed on this this ministry. He passed on this anointing. After he had gone he gave them concepts anyone could learn. He gave them the Holy Spirit. Never leave them or forsake them. And see, if Christ had failed to multiply himself with others, Christianity would have died out a long time ago. But look, let's look at Jesus. Three and a half years of ministry, Three and a half years of walking with these disciples. Three and a half years of preparing to leave a legacy. And he was prepared from the beginning. He knew what he was doing. When he chose those 12, he chose them to mentor them, to raise them up to be potential leaders. He spent the majority of his time with them, training them, mentoring them. Listen, if you're a leader, you're going to have to spend time with people, training and mentoring them. He told them from the start that they were going to be doing that, reproducing, doing greater things. He he constantly was exhorting them. He'd say, freely give as you've been given. So cast out devils, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. He always told them to go do the same thing he was doing. But he gave them his vision and a burden. He reproduced it in his people. A burden and a vision. Jesus allowed them to witness and participate in his miracles. They got to watch and be a part of the miracles. He gave them an imperative. He said, go, in, in Mark 16, 15 16, he said, go and do what he did. Raise the dead, lay hands on the sick to recovery, cast out devils. He worked with them with signs following. He promised them credibility. He promised them provision whenever they needed it. He worked with them confirming his words, confirming his words, with signs following. So I just wanted to recap and reiterate a little bit about Mark 16. You can read it for yourself if you missed it. I just wanted to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to fulfill your great commission. Help us to not be surprised by what you're doing. But help us, Father, to be open, to resemble you, to resonate, and allow the Holy Spirit and the word of God to resonate inside of us. Father, we pray that you would move in a mighty way and us. Confirm your word with signs following. Teach us your ways, Lord. Show us what it is you're doing, speaking in the sound. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just give you praise, Lord, that you're not in the grave, that you're living, you're alive, and you're moving in the earth. You're seated at the right hand of the Father. You've seated us. You've repositioned us with you, seated in heavenly places, Help us to understand our position and your perspective, our potential in fulfilling your purpose. Praise you, Father, for your goodness. Praise you, Father, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord. What we say,
2: how lovely is your dwelling place, O oh Lord Almighty, for my
1: Uh, praise God while we're we'll back, and coming out just past uh, the 11 o'clock hour, it's about 10, uh, about six minutes past 11, Central Time, broadcasting out of Dallas, Texas, and just wanted to declare, you know, just as uh, this song was saying, David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God, I'd rather be a usher, I'd rather be a greeter in church, And to dwell in the tents of the wicked. You know, and God is wanting us to have that type of heart. Well, Lord, we'd rather be a servant in your house. We'd rather do what some people would say is insignificant or very unimportant, but we'd rather be doing unimportant things in your house than being important in the eyes of the world. See... What does it profit a a man or a woman to gain the whole world but lose their soul? Jesus said, Whoever loses brother or sister, father, mother, son, or daughter for my sake, whoever loses a job or houses or lands
0: or their reputation
1: for my sake, they will be blessed. Whoever loses their life for my sake will gain it. Great will be their reward And see we want God to reward us the better it is To dwell In the house of God As a greeter, as an usher, as a Storekeeper And to dwell in the tent of the wicked Praise God God is good God is good. Let's read Psalm 17. So hear the right, O Lord, attend unto my cry, give ear unto my prayer that goeth not out of faint lips, that doesn't go out of lips full of deceit. Verse two, let my sentence, and this is Psalm seventeen, verse two, let my sentence come forth from my presence. Let my eyes behold the things that are equal. See, David wanted God to declare to him and define his life and speak and declare over his life from his presence. See, there's something about being in the presence of God and receiving the words of God, receiving God's direction or God's defining word over your life. And see, David even knew the power of receiving the sentence from his presence. Verse 3, Thou hast proved my heart and you have visited me in the night. You have tried me, and shall find nothing. I am purposed, but my mouth shall not transgress. See, he made a point that his heart and his mouth would not transgress. See from the overflow of the heart the mouth speaks. We hide our word, we hide our Bible, hide his word in our heart, that so we won't sin against him. Verse four concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. Hold up my goings and my paths, and my footsteps will slip not. I will call upon thee, for thou wilt hear me, O God. Incline your ear to me and hear my speech. Show thy marvelous loving kindness. You save by your right hand them which put their trust in me from those that rise against them. See, Jesus is at the right hand of God. He's the one that saves. He said that God saves those that put their trust in him. He tells God, incline your ear to me and hear my speech. You will hear me. 'cause he inclines himself under God. Verse eight, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me under the shadow of your wings. See, we want God to keep us as the apple of his eye. We want God to hide us in his shadow. From the wicked that oppress me, from the deadly enemies you confess me about. See when you're oppressed when you're hard pressed on every side when it feels like your enemies are compassing you about, verse 10 says, They are enclosing their own fat, and with their mouths they seek problems. They have compassed us in our steps, and they have set their eyes bowing down to the earth, like a lion that is greedy of his prey. And as it were, a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord, and disappoint him. Cast him down. Deliver me. Deliver my soul from wicked, which is your sword. Or take your sword, Lord, and deliver me from the wicked. Verse 14. From men which are thy hand, O Lord, from men of the world which have their portion in this life, and whose belly thou fillest with hid treasures, they are full of children, and leave the rest of their substance to the babes. As for me, I will behold thy faith in righteousness. I'll be satisfied when I awaken with your likeness. See, David said, look, I'm not worried about all these other things. I just want to know you. I want to be in your likeness. When I wake up, I want to be in heaven. I want to be before you. He said, deliver my soul from the wicked. She knew that people were seeking his life. So he called out to the living God. He knew that men and women were evil in their hearts and had wrong motives, wrong desires, wrong intentions, wrong actions towards, it, towards God and His kingdom. So he was seeking out God. God, help me, save me from my enemies. Psalm 17. Psalm 17. Sometimes it's good just to read the Word of God, declare
0: the Word,
1: to declare what God is declaring. Praise God. Well, if you're listening in, this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. Just really feeling the Holy Spirit tonight. Just really feeling his presence. Such a weighty glory tonight. You know, if you'll just let the Holy Spirit love you. If you'll just fall in love with Jesus and allow his intoxicating spirit. To surround you, to ravage you, to rapture you, to catch you up. He'll affect you. He'll stir you change you but you've got to let them in you've got to let them religion can't receive this but those that are hungry and thirsty for a transformation by the spirit of God to allow the living God to come in and change you by the power of the spirit shikorabaro sotato kosoma in Jesus' name. So this is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. Call number is 619-638-8458. If so can you can't get to the phone, email us at at gmail.com. Prayer requests, questions, comments, concerns. Check out the website, www.prayerinternational.org. Got some daily devotionals, different videos, different things going up. Check it out. If there's anything you want to help or contribute, you've got anything to add, let us know. Praying for the nations. Father, we just thank you that your glory is covering the earth like the waters cover the sea. Father, we thank you that you're touching. That you're touching China. In Japan, you're touching the Philippines. You're touching Thailand. You're touching by the power of your Holy Spirit. Father, touch the Middle East. Touch Japan and China. Touch India. Southern India. Northern India. That's Laos and Thailand. We'll have your way. Cambodia. Istanbul. Guyana. Let these countries, Father, by the power of your Holy Spirit Send laborers, raise up churches Move in a mighty way, Father Begin to infiltrate these places with your kingdom With your gospel, with your word With your power, with your presence With your love, with your joy, with your peace Let the fruits and the gifts of the Spirit Be manifested in your people And let your gospel spread To homes and families and cities And states and nations and countries Father, your will be done, your kingdom come. Thank you. Make your church a praise in the earth. Send forth labors into the harvest. Give your people the right attitude towards people all the time, Father. Fill our hearts with love. Forgiveness. In Jesus' name. Thank you Lord Thank you Father
3: Live
2: fall
0: is the wind below let the glory come down
2: And who thirsty. All
1: uh, right. Praise God. We're back. This is Prayer International Radio. Just asking God to rest in this place. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you dwell in these earthen vessels. Father, you choose to dwell in jars of clay. You choose to dwell in the hearts and the lives of your people and father we pray that you would create in us a clean heart renew a light spirit within us cause us to be a resting place help us to be a place where you would dwell father we are thirsty we are hungry for you father we say Lord come and let us drink Lord. and all
2: who are thirsty and all who are you high.
1: We're back Prayer International Radio This is Chris Herzog Just taking some time All who are thirsty Come to the waters and drink Just Say come Lord Jesus come And that Verse about deep Crying out to deep What that means is When the deep part of your heart Is crying out for the depths of God's spirit To come in and touch you In the depths of your spirit that's what that's about. Is just a deep understanding of God, just having Him touch you in those deep, sensitive, wounded places, and those deep, sensitive, hardened places, and those deep, sensitive places in your life where you don't let anyone else in. You let the Lord in. Just want to thank those that are in the chat room tonight. We've got Sister Rose Marie. We got a. Uh, Mitchell Perry, and uh, just praising God. Hey, just uh, pray for their ministries. Pray for their families. Pray for their lives, laying down their lives for the gospel. Father, we just bless those in the chat room tonight. Father, bless their ministries. Bless their walk with you. Bless their families. Bless their time. Father, we just ask in the name of Jesus that you would touch their lives. Your will be done. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, Father. Pray that they are fruitful in every good work in Jesus' name. Praise God. Well, you know, we are just speaking the word of God over the nations, declaring God's faithfulness, praising God. We talked tonight about how it's better to be a greeter in the house of God, a doorkeeper than to dwell in the tent of the wicked. We got into some Psalms, got into Mark chapter 16, recapped it. So if you missed it, check out the first hour of the show. Actually, I think about the first hour and five minutes, we went through some worship and went to the 16th chapter of Mark, but uh, we are going to finish out with some worship and probably close up the night in prayer, praise God.